0: Well, folks, at 12.06, good afternoon. Here I am. It is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show. Yes, it is. It's Tuesday, July 5th. Not everybody's on vacation this week. It just seems that way. It does. God, this feels like the Friday after Thanksgiving, doesn't it? But it is Tuesday. It is July 5th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. And, folks, this portion of the program, you know, this is a good day on this cloudy Tuesday uh, to get some stuff done, especially outside. It certainly is not that warm. That's why you could take a ride. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Rhode Island's number one garden center. Folks, they are having a fabulous year. I am not surprised. Stop and see everything they have available. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging in large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, Tropical Mandevilla, Screen Loom. They're a full-scale nursery. They're open seven days a week. I was in there over the course of the weekend. I was there on Sunday, and, and it was just, you know, the crowds come in. They have such a loyal base of customers, and especially uh, the Facebook people. I mean, they're so close to you. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Pop in. They also have a great Facebook page, as I like to mention, and they're open uh, every day. Stop in and see them. So, folks, it is um, is, uh, Tuesday, July 5th. Now, listen, I will talk about it, as I did a little bit last hour. the situation with the shooter in um, in Illinois that is just horrible. The parade shooter. So we'll. Um, I am going to cover that, but a local story that is really picking up momentum is this. If you haven't seen it, everybody on Facebook, I'm going to um, play it right now so you can see it. I do have it on my Facebook page. People are asking, um, you know, have you seen it? We did. We did post it. right? Someone posted it, and then I shared it. Um, and 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 I'll. I'm gonna. Sh- I think I can. I'm gonna show it so those on on Facebook can. They're the ones that can really see it. If you haven't seen it as of yet, but she posted it. She has two. Tierra Mac is a state senator, and she has two accounts on TikTok. One is her own Tierra Mac, but then the other one is. Her it's actually her campaign account um for for she's the state senator, uh district six, I believe, which is Camp Street. Now she has a primary and we want to see where this is gonna go in the primary. I think it's also very interesting. Tara Mack is striking back on TikTok, and she's going after the cackle. She's going after a female talk show saying Oh, you're asking me is that in the video because you're saying that all black people look alike. So that is a story to watch. Um, But I want to play the video. So she's apparently on Block Island and decides to do a video with her and her friends. And then she says, you know, vote for Mac. So she's in a bikini and it's definitely getting attention.
1: Vote for Mac.
0: Vote Senator Mac. So you see her standing there. That is, I think, the lighthouse on Block Island in the background. So she's on her head, and I think everyone can uh, then see it. Where then she's—that's called twerking—and then she decides to do that. Now he, here's my thought. I mean, uh, she she does have a primary, so she will have a primary on this whole thing. Uh, but this is someone. Who to me, now listen, she's not breaking any laws. This is the Democrat Party. This is who McKee is playing up to. This is who Dan McKee and the rest of the Democrat Party, this is the person that they try to win over, that they listen to. Um, This is the face of the Democrat Party in many ways. Make no mistake about it. This is someone um now, as far as, and then she says the campaign thing at the end. Vote Senator Mac. Vote Senator Mac. Now, uh, with her and her friends, she thinks that that's funny. And it's, it's obnoxious. Um, it's, it's crude, but that she's the Democrat Party. She is a Democrat with influence of the State House. Governor McKee, he listens. Her proposals get through this Senator Tierra Mack. So uh, I don't think it's a race thing. And I don't even think it's it's not even a gender thing. If a male did this, it's to me, there's, there's this long running. She is just very immature. She goes for shock value. Uh, if you go on many of her tweets, it's all about weed. And it's all about, excuse me, cannabis and abortion. And, you know, I, she... <coughs> Could probably be successful as a progressive activist. Well, I'm not sure that she's going to um be successful in her primary. But but listen, if you went to the beach, now granted, there don't seem to be anyone around. If you went to the beach and you were there with your family, all right, at the very least that's obnoxious. It's crude. Right? It's not, again, there's nothing illegal about it. There's nothing um you know, it shouldn't be banned or anything. If someone wants to stand on their head and do, it's not even a headstand uh, or a handstand. It's just, and then twerk that way and film it. And then it looks like she was making some, what she thought were fun TikTok videos with her friends. Hey, listen, they may have been, they may have been high. I mean, I don't even, I don't know. But to, to me, that is is the Democrat Party. And, you know, someone sent me a message, you know, this is- This is why I'm sick of Rhode Island. Listen, this has nothing to do with the people of Rhode Island. This is the Democrat Party. This is who Governor McKee is listening to. If you missed it, by the way, I I did post it on on Facebook and and there's definitely a buzz about it. She is a state senator. She's a state senator. No, Reid and White House, they're senators in Washington. They represent the whole state. Uh, many times when people are emailing me, I ask you, "Who is your rep and who's your state senator?" And they, what do you think they send back? Uh, Cicilline and Jack Reed. No, no, no. That's your the Washington. <coughs> That's a congressional representative. You have a state rep. Oh, I don't know. Well, you need to find out who your state. Every, everyone has a state. I like one person said, "I don't think I have one." No, no, you do. You have a state senator and you have a state rep. Sheldon White, no, it's not Sheldon White House, he's a U.S. Senator from Rhode Island who works in Washington. You have a state senator and everyone has a state rep. So who is your state rep? Langevin, no, it's not Langevin. It's a local state state representative and then a state senator. She is a state senator in Providence. And it's kind of a big area because it's the Camp Street area, which is uh, over near the Billy Taylor Playground. Right off of North Main Street, but it goes all the way to Washington Park, and she is kind of a challenge. So, now listen: if the voters say uh, they think it's funny, her a state sit, sitting state senator. Now, you could also certainly play into just the inappropriateness of it. Was a mass shooting in uh, in Illinois yesterday? Um, this is someone that wants to be judged by her. I'd like to play. She she goes off on these long rants on TikTok, but I have no idea what the language is. So this is someone that would like to, you know, I want to I want to be treated for my views, for my ideas and blah, blah, blah. And and instead vote Senator Max. She's on a beach and she is, in fact, um, you know. Uh, they call it twerking, but basically, in a bikini, shaking her behind at the camera. Her and her friends seem to think it's the the funniest thing. So, but I do think it's um it's also interesting. There's a a congressional to wonder just how far this is, how this has gone. There's a a woman that's running for office in Florida, and she even made uh, mention of it as a matter of fact. Uh, Laverne Spicer. (coughs) Laverne Spicer is a GOP congressional candidate in um, Miami, Florida. Lorraine, no, Laverne. Laverne Spicer for Congress. And even she, now she's a woman of color. And, you know, conducts herself a certain way. She, um, she tweeted out. You uh Senator Mack just disgraced herself and disgraced every black woman running for public office. See, the problem with uh, uh, Tierra Tiara Mack is they they they're almost you you can't embarrass them, right? I mean, she's basically filth, uh, trash, has nothing to do with gender, has nothing to do with race. They want it to be that way. Um but the, the fact is, I mean, it, it's just, you know, the, the Democrat Party has to decide, is that someone with the maturity and intellect to hold office? You know, she's the first one of how she is viewed, how she is treated, you know, blah, blah, blah. And there she is, you know, on a beach, uh, vote Senator Mac making like a mock Campaign commercial where she's shaking her naked behind at the camera and basically mooning the voters. So the voters will then decide do they want someone more serious? But it it is an element of you know, when it comes that she's just in there just shaking her behind. Now, again, I wanna, you know, didn't commit a crime. You could totally see it. She's in her 20s, she's a 20 something. She's uh, that well, I'm assuming maybe they're high. I mean, they're always she's always tweeting about cannabis <clears throat> and they're in a very isolated part of a beach on Block Island. They very easily could have been hanging out and uh, and enjoying some cannabis, which is now legal in, in Rhode Island and and decide to make some funny TikTok videos. So but the voters will have the last thing. As far as the Democrat Party, though, you can't have it both ways of like this is the most important election. And this isn't a war on women, let alone, you know you post that as there was six shot, 30 wounded in the parade massacre in Illinois. Definitely tone deaf. But you have to understand someone like the progressives in Tehran Mac, they don't care. They don't care if they offend you. She has said, and, and when she, by the way, when they do, she does interviews, it's, it's all fluff. And she's also the one I posted where she said, you know, she's a millennial and millennials like to curse. And that's why they they I keep it real and I drop F-bombs and that's just the way like that's how I am. And a lot of her followers, she has a lot of more followers out of state, I think, than in state. When you think the condition of the state right now, this will be a test because <clears throat> she she may not get out of the primary. This will be a test. If, in fact, she can beat back a primary, and maybe that is the type of person that they want in office. So I also want to read, Ted Nisi put, the benefits of being in office. 1,000 damn activists, lobbyist donors uh, got a slick mailer about his achievements. Okay, TV ads with his name ran until June 13th. They made them stop. Okay, so that's what he's talking about with that. But um, as far as Senator Mack, you know, all- of this, this business of um, uh, this whole thing of people don't be disgusted. Now we in Coulter, another possible twenty twenty four Democrat presidential nominee, and again it's it's the Tierra Mac thing. Um, this this the video of her is really taking off. Tariq Nasheed. So someone else uh, set it out on Twitter, and he has three hundred thousand followers. This is Rhode Island Senator Tara Mack, who the white Democrats brag about being the first openly LGBTQ black person elected to the Rhode Island Senate. She's twerking for votes. Hey, Democrats, please don't give Cory Booker any ideas. Um, I mean, just she is just so obnoxious and in your face obnoxious. So now you have I mean, it is. It's getting national attention. And we better make sure that we record it before she uh, ends up taking it down. Or I don't think she will. She's not the type to delete it. Again, I, I did see. I'm also on TikTok, by the way. So, I mean,
1: oh, it's in her Mac.
0: yeah, there she is. Now, I think that's whoever's filming her is um, is saying that. So, but folks, in her world, her and her friends, I'll bet they think that this is the funniest thing. Um, I don't think she's not the type. She can't be embarrassed. I would love to hear her comments on this, but I just don't, I don't think, um, I, I haven't vetted it. And she is someone who's very unapologetic of like, this is the way I am. And so she's constantly dropping F-bombs. So, she, But she's very active on um, TikTok, talking about some of the comments made. Uh, and especially, she goes after... Um, Another talk host who was saying, and she's accusing the person, saying that she's saying, "Is this you?" Because I, all black people look alike. So that's certainly inflammatory. Um, and folks, all of this on, you know, here it is. And she was doing this on the Fourth of July, Fourth of July video. Folks, it just doesn't end. This portion of the John DePietro show. <clears throat> it's brought to you by At Med Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston and also Post Road in East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. It's AtMed Urgent Care. Stop in and see them. Now, remember, for any emergency that you may have, you want to go to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, whether it is, in fact, um, the one in Johnston there you are, or the one in East Greenwich at Men Urgent Care. So instead of waiting for so long at an emergency room, Mac. see, yeah, twerking for votes at Med Urgent Care, folks. Stop it and see them 1524 at Wood Avenue, at Wood Avenue in Johnston. Or 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. Now, remember, walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries. Uh, instead of waiting, you know, eight or nine hours or even seven hours in an emergency room, walk right in. Physical exams, uh, and on top of that, anyone suffering from COVID, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. They're terrific. I've gone there. I've been treated there. I went to the East Greenwich location. At Med Urgent Care, specializing in ambulatory medicine, diverse services, wide-ranging, cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergencies. When you have an emergency, drive over to Atmed Urgent Care. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston or 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. And remember, you have to drive there, basically. So it's not a walk-in like Rhode Island Hospital, and it's not uh, necessarily – it is on a bus line, but it would be some doing to get over there on a bus. Now, folks, again, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program – hey, if you're off today – want to go for a nice lunch or dinner, go to the Coheset Inn. 226 Coheset Avenue, West Warwick. Uh, Delicious food, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coheset Inn. So the Tierra Mac thing, uh, that's interesting how that's really uh, taking off. I like the fact Dan Coulter puts another 2024 uh, presidential candidate emerges. Let me see if it, it makes its way onto um if it's made its way onto the Drudge Report yet. Not yet. There's an awful lot about the uh, the shooter. Folks, also, I just want to mention this these, these people, Justin Katz is exactly right. I don't know who these people are, Patriot Front. I, I don't any group that has to hide their face to march. I, I just I don't take them serious. I don't think they're real. Uh, one thing I'll say, when you would see the Proud Boys marching in D.C., they there they were, right? And they weren't hiding. And the same thing with the Oath Keepers. And I also, you know, I've covered a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests they don't hide. So I have a problem with anyone who has to hide their face. And so this Patriot Front Group, you know, I don't know what to uh, make of it other than they put on just a display uh, a group of guys, or young guys, I would imagine, and then got in and out. But they, they certainly um, upset Boston and and and, um, <clears throat> and Mayor Wu. I'm also seeing. So Joe Rogan says that President Trump has turned down multiple offers to have him on his podcast. I don't want to help him. He revealed. Uh, Joe Rogan revealed he has. Uh, oh, he has turned down multiple offers. For former President Trump to appear on his podcast. Oh, okay, now I get it. Uh, Rogan, a minute for not being a Trump supporter, refusing to help him on his platform. The Trump era is going to be one of the weirder times. Um, maybe it's going to get weirder. He'll run for office again. Uh, Was well, running against, you know, Biden. Um, it's talking about being uh, Biden there. Um, but anyhow i think that's interesting but so the Tara Mac thing as of yet it's certainly all over social media but i i just that's who she is see i like someone you know that i'm friendly with was very upset about it and this is an embarrassment this is the democrat party this is uh, this is um Nicole, not twerking naked isn't for us Democrats, Senator. (laughs) Uh, That's who she is. And uh, see, I like this is who the Democrat Party is. But more importantly, this is who, this is who. She has tremendous sway within the Democrat Party. This is who Governor McKee is listening to. This is who. Uh, Senate President Dominic Ruggiero was listening to. This is who the Black Lives Matter group and the Matt Brown group. Tara Mack, she was leading the crowd at Pride Fest and marching and then up at the State House with the, you know, she'll put I blank and love abortions. I, I think when someone like that shows you who they are, I think it's a positive. Let people see. It's not like she's doing it in private. That's who she is. Now, do I think it's sophomoric? Of course. Is it crude? Yes. Um, but part of it is uh, that that's, they don't hide who they are. The problem is the Rhode Island Democrat Party takes them serious. The Rhode Island Democrat Party puts them up on a platform. Um, so I- um, Oh, I want to go. They have been a press briefing in Highland Park. Let me just pick this up quickly. Um boom boom boom. Let's see. All right, let me do this. Folks, again, uh, I do want to hear the latest now on that shooter who, I mean, you look at him. No, he shouldn't have access to a weapon. I don't think he should. I don't think he should have access to a weapon. Here we go.
2: One point I just want to clarify is Robert the III, he's 21. He'll be 22 in September of this 21. year, and he's a resident of Highwood. So throughout the past 24 hours, investigators have spoken with numerous witnesses, some of the survivors... Uh, They've had the opportunity to review numerous video clips, uh, both from cell phone video recordings and fixed cameras in the area. And they've uh, conducted a number of other follow-up investigations. And based on where we're at at this point in the investigation, and some of this is still preliminary so is subject to change as we keep moving forward. But we do believe Cremo pre-planned this attack for several weeks. Uh, He brought a high-powered rifle to this parade. He accessed the roof of a business via a fire escape ladder and began opening fire on the innocent Independence Day celebration goers. The rifle was purchased in Illinois, and the information we have thus far is that it appears to have been purchased legally by Cremo. Uh, During the attack, Cremo was dressed in women's clothing and investigators do believe he did this to conceal his facial tattoos and his identity and help him during the escape uh, with the other people who were fleeing the chaos. Wow. During the attack, we believe that Cremo fired more than 70 rounds from his rifle into the crowd of innocent people.
0: Dressed as a woman.
2: Following the attack, Cremo exited the roof, he dropped his rifle and he blended in with the crowd and he escaped. Uh, He walked to his mother's home who lived in the area and he blended right in with everybody else as they were running around almost as he was uh, an innocent spectator as well. He borrowed his mother's vehicle. Uh, We issued an alert yesterday afternoon, Chief Jogman uh, provided the vehicle information and Primo's information. Uh, We're very thankful that an alert member of the community saw Primo's vehicle traveling southbound on Route 41, dialed 911, an alert North Chicago police officer spotted the vehicle, waited for additional backup units to arrive, conducted a traffic stop, and they were able to safely apprehend Primo with no injuries to the officers. Inside the vehicle, there was a second rifle located. Uh, Indications is that was purchased by Cremo as well. Thus far, over 30 people were injured during the attack, and this does not include the six who lost their lives. Right now, Cremo remains in custody at this time. There are no indications that there was anybody else involved in this attack. By all indications, it appears Primo was acting by himself. The Lake County State's Attorney's Office has been with us from the ground level. They're with us this morning. They were with us through the night. Uh, We continue to review the information. Investigators are still developing leads and and very critical information. Uh, Once we're at a point where we're ready to review all of that information for charges, uh, we will sit down with the state's attorney and review for criminal charges. I'm going to turn this over to the mayor, and then I'll be back up to answer questions. Mayor, thank you.
1: Thank you. Today is a day of grieving together, a day to pause, a day to remember those who left us, those who were injured, and for strength for our community. Several vigil and prayer services are taking place today, both inside and beyond Highland Park. They are as follows. The Community Church of Lake Bluff, 117 East Scranton Avenue, Lake Bluff, will hold a prayer service today at noon. The service will include prayer and music at Christ Church on the corner of Route 60 and Waukegan Avenue in Lake Forest. Trinity Grace Church and Christ Church um, has organized a community prayer gathering at 3 p.m. at Trinity Grace Church, 1506 Half Day Road, Highland Park. Everyone is welcome. Park Presbyterian Church, Trinity Episcopal, and other area faith leaders will hold an ecumenical community prayer vigil today at 7 p.m. at the Highland Park Presbyterian Church, 330 Laurel Avenue, Highland Park. All are welcome. Today, Highland Park High School, located at 433 Vine Avenue, in conjunction with community partners, is host- hosting crisis counseling until 2 p.m. and is open to everyone. No appointments are necessary. Additionally, a Family Assistance Center will open tomorrow, July 6, at noon, to provide support services and crisis assistance to those who were directly impacted at the parade. The location and hours of operations are pending. We'll get that information to the community as soon as we have it. Please go to the city website for more information. The Highland Park Police Department, the American Red Cross, and the FBI Victim Services Response Team are assisting with additional partners. The teams will engage with victims and families to assess their immediate needs and provide crisis intervention and other forms of emergency assistance. Anyone who is a victim of the incident and is in need of support can call -CALL 800-CALL-FBI. I know what a generous community we are a part of. We are overwhelmed with the amount of support offered not only from those in Highland Park, but the surrounding region and throughout the nation. Thank you. For those who are looking to donate to victims and in support of the community, we ask that you be mindful of potential scams on GoFundMe and other fundraising avenues. This afternoon, we'll share additional information on the city's website regarding how to donate to the victims, survivors, and those who support the community. For all who have reached out with offers of equipment, food, and professional services, we thank you. Uh, Thank you all for coming out today. I'll now turn the mic back to Deputy Chief Cavelli. Thanks,
2: Marcia. Any questions. At this point we have not developed a motive from him. Uh investigators are very much furthering the investigation. Uh they have been in discussions with him. I don't have anything to say about motivation thus far because it hasn't been provided. The question was, there's disturbing videos online that have been seen. Uh, We are reviewing those. Those are going to be a part of any investigation uh, efforts by our task force investigators, Highland Park Police. We'll look at them and we'll see what they reveal. The question was, uh, where did he purchase the weapons and did he tell his mother uh, what he had done? He purchased the weapons locally uh, within the region, so the Chicagoland area. Uh, when he went to his mother's, we have no indication that he provided any information to her. He make, give us an idea? How many weapons did he purchase? So he was in possession of the firearm the day of, the rifle. He was in possession of another rifle in his vehicle when he was pulled over by police. Um, we also had other firearms that were recovered from a residence uh, that he was living in in Highwood. Wall They were in his name. They were legally purchased. Oh, in this, in this level of disguise, right? So how did you guys identify him at this point? I mean, clearly there was a lot of planning. Do you have an idea when he placed himself on the roof? Like, is there a timeline? So, so we are working on the timeline, and we don't want to come out with inaccurate information on timing. Um, one of the asks that we have is members of the community. If you have any video of this individual uh, that is walking toward the parade, at the parade, uh, potentially on the roof or exiting, to please call 1-800-CALL FBI. As far as the disguise went, um, he wore that in an attempt to conceal himself. Do you have pictures of that that you can offer? I mean, what he look like? Potentially, I'll look into that and I'll have to get back to you. Considering the extensive
0: digital of the disturbing videos,
1: you Fire. Let's be known to law enforcement beforehand and if not, why not?
2: I can't get into that right now. There have been some law enforcement contacts, nothing of a violent nature. I can't get into the specifics of the context of that. And how many rifles are police to NBC the reporting that he multiple weapons? Can you give us any details as to the weapons and how many he may have been in this At this time, I know of the two rifles, and I know that there uh, were potentially pistols that he, he had owned as well. So, many stable investigators and just have it as I'm not going to go into what he may or may not have said. The investigation is still moving forward. I'll provide that information later on. Shooting shooting appears to be completely random. Population of Jewish people I know people are concerned that it was an anti attack we have no information to suggest at this point it was racially motivated motivated by religion or any other protected status I believe still in place is an assault rifle ban in Highland Park is that correct yeah I, I don't have information on that right now but we will get back to you on specific like all the videos of Primo prior to this did anyone ever call
0: Highland Park police or that
2: are no we, we're not we were not made aware of these videos
0: Chris. How did you identify him as a suspect? Through surveillance video or by tracing the gun?
2: So investigators did a really good job. The ATF was phenomenal yesterday. They expedited a uh, trace of the firearm. That was a major investigative lead for us. In addition to that, the witness statements, the videos that we obtained from uh, people that turned them in, and the businesses—they all helped us tremendously. Can you break
1: down the number of injuries, not the deceased, and can you also further breakdowns how many of those were gunshot victims and how many? If the, injured were not
2: injured. the information I have right now is that all of those that were either transported to the hospital or self-drove themselves to the hospital were injured by gunfire. So over 30 individuals that were injured <laughs> by the gunfire and they went to the three hospitals we mentioned yesterday. Do you have any is more info on the ages?
1: As a woman.
2: He was identified by uh a, a number of uh there were police officers who were able to recognize his photo once it was revealed and that helped tremendously.
0: Can you almost understand when you say you know he described this one during the shooting? Is that based on photographic evidence or what eyewitnesses have said? And also can you tell us what type of weapon was used? So
2: it was a high powered rifle that was used. It was uh got high velocity rounds it, was an it could be similar to an ar-15 it was similar to an ar-15 as far as identifying him with the woman's, he was seen on on video camera in the woman's clothes video camera uh, played a tremendous role in how we were able to identify him both uh leaving initially and as he left
0: and where they bought at the
2: No. Different and bought at separate locations. I'm not exactly sure what the woman's attire consisted of. Initially it was reported that this person had long hair, so a wig isn't out of the question. Can you repeat that? it was a local business right in that vicinity i'm not sure the name of the business uh he was able to access the roof through a ladder that's affixed to the side of the building we'll take three more okay what happened with that clothing did he dump it somewhere or did he have it on
1: him
2: One of the things that that is important to remember here is the diligence and investigation. We're going to reach out to everybody we possibly can that has information, first-hand information about him, whether that's family members, teachers, uh, friends, whoever it is that has information. But it does take time. It takes time to gather who may know him, who knew him in the past, teachers. That is something the task force investigators are working on. They've interviewed a number of people thus far. But please keep in mind, we're 24 hours in. There's a lot of work to be done here. i yeah, I don't want to get into levels of cooperation. No indication the weapons were modified. One more, one more. No children have passed away. We'll take your last one. I'm not sure what address he gave. I can get back to you on that. All right, we'll be back this afternoon about 3 o'clock. We hopefully have an updated status on charges. He'll remain in custody at this point.
0: All right, folks, that's a pretty thorough briefing that we just carried. Again, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am at his one. A lot of information there. A lot of information there regarding the the shooting yesterday. Um, Still not sure about the type of weapon that was used. I think that's interesting. Number one, they got him alive. Number two, that he was even in women's clothing. And left out of there uh blended in with the crowd, and then went to his mother's house that is that is nearby now we we also haven't determined he's twenty one whether or not in fact he was um whether or not in fact he was still living at you know the parents' home i would I would think that um that he's he sounds like the type that would certainly still be living with right living with the parents that's the way it would come across to me but um but they are that's excellent police work i think it's also interesting that once once they got the photo the uh, officers were familiar with him Folks, at twelve forty-three on this Tuesday. Good afternoon, boy. The big local story: the number of people that are sending me the Tierra Mac Senator Mac uh, video. I have it on the Facebook page. I have it on the Facebook page, and it's it's really uh, really taken off. And it, this this is this is the Democrat Party. Wherever you're listening right now, twelve forty-four on this Tuesday. This is the Rhode Island Democrat Party. Now, you also, you can also see a media bias. And what do I mean about media bias? Well, how come no one's writing a story about it locally yet? If this were a Republican holding office, there would already be a story about it. How come there's no local story about this? Folks, this portion of the program- And again, we have great sponsors on our website, just like Centerdale Revival. Pop in and see them delicious food and drink. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. They're going to be jamming all week and the weather's nice and comfortable. You can even eat outside or inside. Delicious food and drink right across from uh, City Hall, Town Hall, I should say, in North Providence. It's the Centerdale Revival. Just as an example. Uh, because I follow this stuff. the um, She did an uh, interview. Somewhat recently. Just this past spring. With the. Um, let's see. Hold on. I, I can find it. I know I can find it. She did an interview. With. The Boston Globe. And she is someone. That talks about. Uh, you know, she wants to be uh, an abortion provider. And, and, you know, I can't even use the language, you know, I blanking love abortion. She says that. And she's obviously uh, a big fan of cannabis. And on top of that, she, you know, she has worn some pretty um, vulgar articles of clothing about ice and so forth. And Yet when she did an interview with the Boston Globe, which I'm trying to find, what what do they ask her about? They asked her about her favorite ice cream. Cream and I swear, and I in rugby. I mean, it's it's just such a joke. Like, how is that possible? That's what you ask her about. What's your favorite ice cream? She did an interview, I think, on the on a on a podcast actually, with um. Ed Fitzpatrick or the Boston Globe. I'm trying to find it, but boy, that's a real hard hitting interview. Uh what's your favorite ice cream and tell us about playing rugby? Why don't you ask her, like, you know, do you really think your your um your views are, are in line with a lot of the people that you represent? She's um she's very immature. On the Rhode Island Report podcast, the progressive Democrat talks about legalizing marijuana, the Rhode Island Political Cooperative, and rugby. Then he also asked her about what's your favorite ice cream. I mean, that those are the questions. She also, you know, this is someone, she was in the car accident and they let her get away with it. She didn't even have a Rhode Island license. I, uh, Oh, wait a minute, excuse me. It's I'm wrong. It's not ice cream. Mac talked about being a donut lover. All right, my fault. And a rugby player, revealing her favorite donut shop. Yeah, donut shops and rugby. That's what she was asked about. And for those that wonder and haven't seen the video, um, I'm going to play it. I'm going to show it one more time. And then I I do have it on the the Facebook page. So let me just, um, here it is right here. Yes, she is. But it's getting an awful lot of attention. It is actually. Uh, She is just she's just obnoxious. Now, again, I don't see anyone on the beach, just her and her friends. They think that's funny. But she is a state senator. She is a sitting state senator in Providence, which um, she's also seemingly getting really defensive now that I'm seeing. But where's the local story? What if Ashley Kalis did that? What if Ashley Kalis released a video and said, um, you know, vote Ashley Kalis or or anyone? What about Senator uh, State Senator Jessica de la Cruz? Uh, President Biden was leaving the East Room. He was asked, are you going to visit Highland Park? And here's what he said.
1: Do you plan to go to Highland Park, sir? Do you and the First Lady plan to visit Chicago? Are you concerned about your performance?
0: I'm not sure. Is he sure? They didn't tell him what to, how to answer that. I'm not sure. He planned the attack for weeks. They have not developed a motive. They're reviewing his gunman online videos. Hmm. Um. Does does it? I mean, uh, is is there? There's no like legitimate motive of someone like this. I mean, I was I saw some of it. I I tweeted them out. I think they were taken down by YouTube. Let me just double check. I don't even know the answer to that. I did tweet out some of his videos last night, and I think I when I let me see this. Um, I think after. I did it. They were um they were already taking down. Yeah, let me see if they did they take down this video. Yep, the video is no longer available. I should have recorded it, and I tweeted out that one, and that one is no longer available either. All right, I should have recorded them, but you know what else is um I don't know Governor McKee. wow Governor McWasteline it's either the angle or the pants or someone's been, he's been with uh, All You Can Eat Buffet J. Wow. Look at Governor McKee. I thought it was like a doctored photo. Holy cow. He looks more like the Mayor of Pawtucket. Mayor Grabian. Um, when you see the guy, I mean, they just, they start to explode as soon as you start to go to the waist down. Um, and there's a uh, Governor McGreed was, McWaistline was marching in some kind of a parade. I'm not sure. When I saw that photo, I'm like, wow, what an unflattering photo. Let me see if, um, if Tierra Mac is, um, starting to, more people are starting to do stories on her. Right now it's, but again, I, I want to, this business of, that, that somehow it, it impacts, um, Rhode Island. It it it's really it's the Democrat it's the Democrat Party that it that it really impacts, I think. I think the video was um but it's it's definitely taken off without question. Oh, she has uh one R. Okay. She has one R. Do I give her two? I think I give her two Rs. Let me just double check that. Oh, it's one R. Okay. What do I do? I do two R's. All right, let's fix that one. It's one R, not two. Let me just quickly uh, edit here. There it is. Her new campaign video. She is, uh... It's making a strong statement. No question about it. And on her... <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Wow. I mean, that I don't know what to make of that. But I I actually do because with her, her and her crew, they think they think it's funny. So I'm they were laughing about it. I mean, I saw it. I saw it last night. They don't have a problem with. It. The question is going to be whether or not the people voting are gonna suddenly have a problem with it that's where this is the rubber kind of meets the road if if her crew if all her constituents think it's really funny um, it also it's just also wouldn't like poor taste with what's going on in the country and what was happening as she was posting that those people were running for their for their lives with you know, the, the, the massacre, the parade massacre. So one would think that you'd be like a little more in tune, sensitive about it. I guess not. But I also repeat, where are the, where's the media stories about it? No one's writing about it. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, don't tell me about media bias. If that were, it's not your imagination, if that were a Republican candidate... They would be all over it. Uh, But instead... But instead, they... They give give them a free pass. So, but no story on that. Um, Let's see. Um... No, i can't stand this go local fraud just want to go after the police it's just like one thing after another all right uh, at twelve fifty-four. hey folks i want to remind you today's a good cloudy well it's not a good cloudy day but it is a cloudy day and if you're out and about and you want i want to welcome again one of our new sponsors home again consignment stop it and see john they're right in the governor francis shopping center in warwick fine furniture art Antiques, and also he'll handle estate sales, glassware, jewelry, buy, sell,er and consignment, especially estate sales, home again consignment, and we're gonna have a link uh, on the website, depetro.com. So listen, without question, the big news over the weekend is exactly that was the the shooting at the parade, and they're still gathering more information. It's obviously still a very active investigation. Um, on that. Um, I also want to just uh, there were some other stories that I saw. Red, How about this? Red states are winning the post-pandemic uh, economy. By many measures, red states, those that lean Republican, have recovered faster economically than Democrat leaning blue ones. Workers and employers are moving from the coast to the middle of the country and Florida Florida is also the big winner there. Uh, I also like there's a piece in the Wall Street Journal. Biden, Biden and Economics 101. Business leaders have chalked up his attacks on oil companies to political cynicism, but they're too generous. His tweets over the weekend ordering gas stations to lower prices betray a willful ignorance about the private economy. That's what it comes down to. Um, I can't get over boy that Tierra Mac thing is just everywhere. It really is. And let me find um. Yeah, it already has one million views. Good for Lori. Lori had uh, tweeted it out and posted it. Good for her. Look at that, Lori. Her pin tweet. It's been viewed one million times. <laughs> Vote for Senator Mack, making a little campaign video. Uh, It's just, but that is the Democrat Party. That's the Democrat Party. That's who they're listening to, by the way. Remember, she's got a loud voice. All right, let me see what these others. Fourth of July shooter had planned Illinois parade attack for several weeks. Guns were purchased legally. He was known to police, though. The shooting appeared to be completely random, saying he wasn't uh, targeting anyone. Was it racially motivated, religion? He dressed as the girl to hide in plain sight after killing six before beating cops for eight hours. They, 47. What is that? Awake the rapper, 47. And then he wrote 47 on the car. Dressed as a girl. I don't know what to... um. Well, that story will still continue to develop. You know, something has to be done. Highland Park Gunman dropped dressed as a girl at plain sight, killing six, evaded police for eight hours in his mother's car to illegally purchase rifles. Of course, that was his mother's car. Seventy rounds, fled into the crowd, went to his mother's house, then took his mother's vehicle, managed to evade police for eight hours. The numerical data of July 4th is 7'4", and the next president of the United States will be 47. So he has this thing, he's obsessed with numbers. He has a cheek tattoo of 47, and it's also on his vehicle. FBI agents continue to quiz the 21-year-old. Can't nail down a motive. His parents, his local political father ran for mayor, Have not commented on the role. Charges of pending expect to be filed later today. His uncle said he was behaving normally at home on Sunday night. Looking at this computer Dressed up as a woman Um, So the 47 thing is odd He has that Yeah he does have a 47 tattoo on him Very very odd Awake the rapper fan club He just keeps putting 47 down What an imbecile What a total imbecile nitwit And then escaped in the mother's car. All right, folks, here's what we're going to do. It's uh, 1259. I will be doing Facebook Live later on this Tuesday night. It's Tuesday, July 5th. We have another hour to go. We're going to go break for the 1 o'clock news. And then we also have a conversation with Donna Perry. Again, it's Tuesday. It's July 5th. Uh, Visit the website to We have some unique stories, original things that you can uh, see. And also stories and videos that you can follow. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Be back on the other side. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show.